0: Let's start with a brief summary. This article written by Paul Graham in 2021 discusses the hidden curse of restricted donations to nonprofit organizations. These types of donations are situations where the donor determines how the donation will be spent. Graham points out that donors often may not have a better understanding than nonprofits about how their money should be spent. Therefore, a restricted donation represents either a donation to a poor nonprofit organization or a donation made for the wrong things. Graham argues that unrestricted donations generally provide more benefits. Before we dive in, I want to share a quick note about how this podcast is created. As you've probably noticed, this podcast isn't voiced by a human, but by artificial intelligence. I'm obligated to inform you of this beforehand due to the rules of AI services. This podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Wope.com, an AI startup that combines content marketing with artificial intelligence to significantly boost traffic and revenue of your startups. For all the latest content, be sure to follow me at x.com, yigitkoner. Now, let's turn our attention back to the essay, Maximizing the Impact of Donations, Moving Beyond Restrictions. Original title, Donate Unrestricted Date, March 2021. The secret curse of the nonprofit world is restricted donations. If you haven't been involved with nonprofits, you may never have heard this phrase before. But if you have been, it probably made you wince. Restricted donations mean donations where the donor limits what can be done with the money. This is common with big donations, perhaps the default. And yet, it's usually a bad idea. Usually, the way the donor wants the money spent is not the way the nonprofit would have chosen. Otherwise, there would have been no need to restrict the donation. But who has a better understanding of where money needs to be spent, the nonprofit or the donor? If a nonprofit doesn't understand better than its donors where money needs to be spent, then it's incompetent and you shouldn't be donating to it at all, which means a restricted donation is inherently suboptimal. It's either a donation to a bad nonprofit or a donation for the wrong things. There are a couple exceptions to this principle. One is when the nonprofit is an umbrella organization. It's reasonable to make a restricted donation to a university, for example, because a university is only nominally a single nonprofit. Another exception is when the donor actually does know as much as the nonprofit about where money needs to be spent. The Gates Foundation, for example, has specific goals and often makes restricted donations to individual nonprofits to accomplish them. But unless you're a domain expert yourself or donating to an umbrella organization, your donation would do more good if it were unrestricted. If restricted donations do less good than unrestricted ones, why do donors so often make them? Partly because doing good isn't donors' only motive, they often have other motives as well to make a mark. Or to generate good publicity, one, or to comply with regulations or corporate policies. Many donors may simply never have considered the distinction between restricted and unrestricted donations. They may believe that donating money for some specific purpose is just how donation works. And to be fair, nonprofits don't try very hard to discourage such illusions. They can't afford to. People running nonprofits are almost always anxious about money. They can't afford to talk back to big donors. You can't expect candor in a relationship so asymmetric. So, I'll tell you what nonprofits wish they could tell you. If you want to donate to a nonprofit, donate unrestricted. If you trust them to spend your money, trust them to decide how. Unfortunately, restricted donations tend to generate more publicity than unrestricted ones. X donates money to build a school in Africa is not only more interesting than X donates money to Y nonprofit to spend as Y chooses but also focuses more attention on X. Thanks to Chase Adam, Ingrid Bassett, Trevor Blackwell, and Edith Elliott for reading drafts of this.